Four out of five dentists approve of Fox FM's Mornings with Avery and Reader. More hits, more favorites. Fox FM. You're listening to Fox FM. Good morning, Reader. Good morning, Eddie. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it smells really good in the office. When I walked in, it smelled like uh, just good product. I don't know if you smelled it too. I can't say I noticed anything. It smells like just good shampoo, as if somebody had a shower here in the office. <laughs> Which is funny, because we don't have a shower here in the office. I know, and I'm just thinking, um, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm the only one right now that has long enough hair for people to actually smell like shampoo product on. Probably. Uh, but I'm... I, I did not have the time to take a shower. I'm sorry to everybody listening this morning, but either way, I, I, I just have to point out that if you ever go outside, take a take a good whiff of the air, and hmm. it'll smell like somebody... <laughs> uh, it, it, it smells like good shampoo. That's all I clean. have to say. It smells clean at the Fox FM office. Reader wants to eat a burger from every small town cafe in the parkland. Just two to go. More hits, more favorites. Fox FM. Speaking of Preston Pablo Banks and Ranks, uh, exactly one month from today, uh, we have the Junos coming up in Edmonton, and they're actually going to be performing these guys here, along with Alexis on Fire, um, Rev, Tate McRae, Tennille Towns, country artist, and, uh, of course, Nickelback is going to be performing. I'm not going to lie, I... Edmonton's not too far of a drive from here. It's about yeah. eight and a half hours from Yorkton. Depending on where you're listening from, could be a little bit shorter or longer. Depending it on could, how fast you drive. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it becomes two lanes pretty much from Saskatoon all the way up to Edmonton. So you can uh, you can make some good time. But honestly, I would love to make the trip just to see the Junos. Do it. You know, I I remember it was supposed to play in Saskatoon a few years ago. Unfortunately, it got canned. Yeah, um, COVID. Yeah, it kind of it kind of ruined it because, listen, I wouldn't. I would love to. It's three hours to Saskatoon just to go and see the Junos. Absolutely worth it. Edmonton definitely you have to make a little bit of a trip, but again, it's not too far. Make a weekend out of it and just go have a good time. Yeah, if you're going to plan to see the Juno Awards on March 13th. Give Reader and I a text. Let us know if you're going or not. 306-783-3699. Avery's advice to ladies on what to get their boyfriend this Valentine's Day. Lego. More hits. More favorites. Fox FM. I was reading an article about the Super Bowl and chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, was, I was reading and I found an incredible number of chicken wings. So apparently, during the Super Bowl, Americans eat an average of 1.45 billion chicken wings. That is a lot of chicken, man. That's a lot of wings, but that's a lot of Super Bowl parties. That is a lot of Super Bowl parties. I mean, you can't really have a Super Bowl party without wings, right? Like, it, it feels like it's the staple. Wings make everything better. Absolutely. But here's the other thing about chicken wings. Boneless wings. So, boneless wings are delicious. Mm-hmm. But, are boneless wings really chicken wings? They're basically just nuggets. They are. Because the other thing is, some some places that would offer boneless wings are not actually boneless chicken wings. They're It's chicken breasts. It's white meat. Which, 
it's it's cool and all. Mm-hmm. I love chicken nuggets, but if it's called boneless wings, I want it to taste like chicken wings without a bone. It, it's all good. It it is. It all tastes great. You're you're wa- worrying about it way too much. I am because I like my I like my <laughs> actual chicken wings. Here's the other thing. Actually, I don't know if people like this about chicken wings. You know when you get the flats, mm-hmm. it comes with a little piece. If you get a whole wing, it's like a little stick that's attached to the flats, okay. and it looks like an L-shaped chicken wing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, if you get the whole wing at a grocery store or something yeah. like that, restaurants don't offer it, and I really like it. The and tips, it, the tips are removed. There's, the t- you get the drums and that's the flats, it, the tips. and the tips are removed. I yes. love. I'm not gonna lie. I actually eat the tips. Lots of people do. I've I, heard. I know, and it sucks that restaurants like get rid of it. I, it, it makes sense weight wise because it's mostly bone. But if I ever make chicken wings at home. I will munch the heck out of those uh, tips because it's just really good, in my opinion. As long as it is chicken and wingy, I am happy to just devour them. <laughs> yes, give me chicken wing tips. Avery and Reader are getting to the point where they curse Mother Nature every time they head outside. More hits, more favorites, Fox FM. So while Reader and I we were talking about how the for the Super Bowl, the American... In average, Americans eat 1.45 billion uh, chicken wings uh, for the Super Bowl. So I decided to calculate what the weight of that would be. Took okay. the average weight of a chicken wing, multiplied it by that. So for the Super Bowl, in only in America, 271 million pounds of chicken wings are eaten on Super Bowl, which we worked out to almost a pound per person, if you think about it that way. Which is it's nothing. I can crush two, three pounds at a time. That's what I was thinking as well. It's like, you know what? A pound per person, that's not really enough for me. That's an average wing night. Yeah, absolutely. Probably so. less than an average wing <laughs> night. So for the Super Bowl, you're expecting like two to three more times per person. Mm-hmm. Reader apologizes to the people at the library. He knew he had late charges, just not so many. Spare change, ma'am. More hits, more favorites, Fox FM. Now, Valentine's Day being tomorrow, um, I actually, I want to know if I'm the only one who's ever experienced this, but has your family ever celebrated Valentine's Day with you when you were a kid? No. <laughs> okay. can't say that's ever happened. <laughs> it's, uh, so... I guess it was just me then, because my family treated Valentine's Day like just another corporate holiday. So I remember every year for Valentine's Day, my dad would get me like a box of chocolates and he would even get me like stuffed animals with like a heart on it. Okay. And my extended family, like my aunts, my uncles, the the next time that we would go and visit, they would give me like Valentine's Day candies and chocolates nice. and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know if 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 I'm the only one who's ever experienced that, where where your family kind of, in a way, celebrates Valentine's Day with you. Yeah, it was not something we ever did in our family. I mean, at school we always had uh, Valentine's Day parties when I was in elementary school. Oh, that reminds me with ele- with elementary school. Did you have the thing where everybody where you you got like this big thing of cards and you gave everybody in class like oh, Valentine's yeah. Day cards you and you had like a little cards. bag to put it all in? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I loved I loved that. And I just keep thinking back of the one Simpsons episode. I choo choo choose you. Choo choo choose. And there's a picture of a train. <laughs> well, if you pause right at the very moment, you can see where his heart breaks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to know, uh, uh, if you're listening right now, if, if your family's ever done what mine did, where they give you, like, chocolates and stuffed animals for Valentine's Day growing up, give us a call or a text about your experiences. 306-783-3699. Avery would love a dog, but how can anyone expect to take care of it if he can barely take care of himself? More hits, more favorites. Fox FM. It's Fox FM, and we ended up getting a text from Kira saying for Valentine's Day, uh, she used to get small bags of chocolates, and some guys would even pass roses in the younger grades of school. Boy, uh... They must have been getting some allowance if they could go out and get roses. Right? Also, I would have never had the courage to give a girl a rose, even when I was like six or seven years Just old. be too shy. Absolutely not. But she also said, though, other than that, her family would actually give them chocolates for Valentine's Day. So nice. I guess it is a thing for some people where their family would give them some candies and whatnot for Valentine's Day. It's never a bad thing getting free chocolate, you know? The key to Avery and Reader's heart, rink food. More mornings on Fox FM. Did you watch the Super Bowl last night? Oh, I watched it. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, I have not watched it, but um, I, thanks to you and uh, Twitter, I was able to find out that the Kansas City Chiefs were the, the winners. Oh, yeah. They kind of roared back from behind. Philadelphia was uh, kind of taking it to them in the first half, but uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs... They kind of solved the Eagles' defense and came from behind and ended up winning 38-35. Harrison Butker hit the game-winning field goal with just a few seconds left in the game. And, uh, yeah, for the second time in four years, the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl champs. Patrick yeah. Mahomes won his second Super Bowl MVP to go along with his regular season MVPs. So, uh, big party last night in Kansas City, I imagine. Yeah, no kidding. I, I mean, it, it seems like a big celebration. And with, with and I was reading as well that like he second MVP second win in four years. It was like, okay, Kansas City, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to play football. You oh, know? yeah. Uh, now, the other thing that I did see, though, thanks to the magic of YouTube, uh, the halftime show. Oh, oh, for sure, yes. Rihanna, Rihanna was playing, uh, and it was interesting this time because a lot of the Super Bowl halftimes usually has multiple guests, but this was just Rihanna. It was kind of nice, in a way, actually, just to have less is more Rihanna. sometimes. Sometimes, you know? like, it wasn't an... I mean, I was going to say it wasn't a huge flashy production with like tons of pyro, but there were a lot of dancers and yes. stuff. The thing I would be myself nervous about is being on those platforms oh going my. up and down. I mean, you got to be okay with heights. Yeah, I'm not. So I, I'd be terrified about that. Uh, also, I mean, like, it's the first time Rihanna has performed live in God knows how many years because she's kind of stopped really making music and focusing on her her beauty line but uh speaking of which though she is also it is confirmed pregnant with baby number two yes and uh watching the halftime show i think a lot of people were noticing it almost looked like she had a little bum but everyone's like i don't you, it's yeah. one of those things you don't <laughs> guess about right yeah, you, you know you don't, say that you don't assume somebody. you don't guess but uh after the uh halftime performance her reps confirmed that she is expecting her second child well congratulations yeah. to rihanna and of course congrats to uh kansas city for winning the Super Bowl. Uh, it's great, great overall game, of, I, I guess. And also, it was definitely a great halftime show from, from what I saw on that. Yeah, awesome show. Fox FM's Avery finally bought a snowblower this winter. 
Adulting 101. More hits, more favorites. Fox FM. Today we got a couple of special guests with us. Today we have from Credence Construction, Dustin Breers, and from the Health Foundation, we have Ross Fisher. How are you guys all doing today? Very good. Doing great. Good to have you in here. It's nice to have guests back in our uh, refurbished studio. And uh, we're talking a fun event that's back for the second year. Uh, last year was the first year for Ice Fishing for Charity, and it's making a return coming up on Saturday out at Theodore Dam. Yeah, so we are hosting our second annual Ice Fishing for Charity event at Theodore Dam. Uh, last year was a, a larger success than we expected, so we thought we'd give it another whirl this year, and, and things are on track to be even bigger uh, this go around. So with this being the second annual one, uh, what what can you tell everybody what this is all about, what they do, how they how they just get everything all done this year? Yeah, so the, the ice fishing derby is uh, designed to be a family-friendly event. So it's not a competitive derby by any stretch. Uh, it's meant for you to come out, have a great time, bring your kids, uh, bring your entire family. We have tobogganing, we have uh, washrooms on the ice, and a bonus this year, it's free fishing weekend. So you can come out without a license and try your luck. Uh, we'll drill the hole for you. You just need to show up with some fishing equipment and a pail to sit on. Awesome. And, of course, the, the money being raised, there's uh, going to be food available, donations are welcome. The money raised going to the Health Foundation. That's correct. So last year, you know, a Credence um, organizes and, and facilitates the Derby, but ultimately it's a community effort. So between the local businesses that donate prizes to our, our event, as well as the anglers that come out and pay registration, buy raffle tickets a day of, uh, we donated $10,000 collectively to the Health Foundation last year, which I thought was, was really good for our first go around. I think that's pretty incredible. That's awesome, yes. And some pretty great prizes up for grabs we were talking off air. Yeah, so uh, this year we, we've got some really good prizes lined up for the event. Uh, I don't want to spill the beans on a whole lot of them, but you know, if you like smoking meat or you need a generator for camping, you might be interested in coming out to check out this derby. Uh, what you saying? Mm. Now, <laughs> some of that is raffle prizes, but on top of that, uh, even though it is supposed to be just a f fishing for fun thing, uh, I've seen that you guys also have prizes for catching fish, yeah, which is pretty right. sweet as well. So <laughs> yeah. it kind of rewards people uh, to actually enjoy the fishing and, and do all that kind of stuff. So what what can you tell us about, you know, what those kind of contests are? So if, you know, if the angler in you has a competitive side, we do offer uh, prizes for the largest fish in each species. So there's uh, jack, walleye, and perch out there. And uh, it, we go by length. So last year we actually had a master angler perch get caught during this derby at a 14 and a half inches, I think it, it measured wow. in that. So um, they go home with some pretty nice prizes too. That's a good size perch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Ross, uh, of course, uh, events like this, they're great because they help to support the work that the Health Foundation does. They do. And I, and I think, um, as we all know, it's really important actually to, to get the community behind the work that we do uh, because it's, it's all about maintaining the services that we have, enhancing, expanding them if we can. And we can't do that without the support of the community and the support of our business community who are, who are generous uh, in terms of the support they provide our work. And third-party events like this, like, like Credence organizing this event and, and uh, galvanizing people behind the event that help us raise money. I mean, that's, that's, that's a really big thing for us. Uh, we don't have to do it. I just have to, I'm going to show up and fish actually and, say, and thank people for coming out and, and helping us raise a bit of money. But I mean, the money is very much needed. It helps us maintain services that we have. Well, and as 
everybody listening knows we all know the work for the health foundation it doesn't stop it, it goes on year after year uh, what is going to be the main focus in 2023 for the health foundation now, there's a number of things that we're doing actually we're um We've got different projects on the go, I think, as most, most people know now. But, I mean, the pieces of equipment that we're really looking at in this first part of the year, we're looking at new diagnostic equipment, um, new ultrasound equipment, new echocardiogram machine. We were fortunate enough to have um, um, a, a young woman from the ultrasound staff take the echo um, uh, course. So we're going to buy an echocardiogram machine. It's for, it's for cardiac, uh, you know. Yeah. So it's 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 heart tests. It's currently people have to go to Regina. It's a long long trip. You don't you want to have those services available locally. We're looking at expanding some of the pediatric services that we have. Dustin and I were just talking about this off air. We've got three pediatricians in town. They've been here for a year and a half, um, um, doing great work for us. And they would like to expand some of the work that they do. We would be silly not to help support them do that. Anytime you've got physicians or nurses who want to expand what they do and provide increase the level of service that they can provide in your community why wouldn't you support them do that so those are some of the things that that we're we're working on right now there's all kinds of other things that 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 are that are going on I think you know that we're we're in a partnership with Parkland College uh, trying to um, um, address some of the uh, shortages in healthcare, and, mm -hmm. and specifically some of the shortages we have in positions in this region. So we're working on that with with Parkland. But in terms of equipment, that's what we're looking at right now, and and uh, all things that are very much needed and will make a difference in the ter in the care that's available locally. Awesome. And again, this is all going to be for charity. It's a great ice fishing event. Uh, now, Dustin, for somebody like me who has fished once in their life, how different is ice fishing and uh, how how is the accessibility for anybody who's never even done it before? Good question. Uh, you stand on the water, not in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're in the water, something's yeah. gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. So we actually make it quite accessible. We have a local contractor come out and plow the road, uh, plow onto the ice. We also set up, uh, what's unique about this derby is that we set up a scaffolding hoarding, we call it, but it's actually a building on the ice and we heat it. So you can come out, you can try your luck. If you get cold, we'll warm you up. Mm -hmm. You can grab lunch while you're out there. It's very family friendly. So we would love to see you out there for the first time <laughs> we'll drill a hole for you i'll borrow you a fishing rod and, and Sounds we'll good take to your me. money too there you go <laughs> <laughs> now uh where can people go when they want to learn about this more for more information where can people check you guys out learn more about it sure so we've got an event website it's credencegroup.ca slash register and all the information's on there as well as uh registration you can pre-register and buy your holes ahead of time people can also call or text myself at 306 621-7161. Perfect. Anything else you want to add? Uh, from my standpoint, I just think come on out and enjoy this family-friendly event. I know last year everyone had a great time, so uh, we'll see you out there. Wonderful. Right on. Well, it's the second annual Ice Fishing for Charity in support of the Health Foundation of East Central Saskatchewan. Coming up this Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. out at Theodore Dam. It's going to be a good time. Who knows? You might even see Eddie Q out there. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. Avery can't get through the day without eating breakfast. Actually, anybody's breakfast will do. More hits, more favorites, Fox FM. Raider, have you ever been inside of a Bed Bath & Beyond? I have. You have? Yeah. How was your experience with that? 
Bed Bath and Beyondy. <laughs> it uh, was. I mean, uh, yeah, you just kind of go in and browse if there's. It's it's kind of it, huge. It, yeah, it's a good you size. Kind of get store. lost in it. Unfortunately, um, that might be the last time you'll ever visit a Bed Bath Bed Bath and Beyond because they are shutting down all fifty store fifty four stores across Canada. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Bed Bath Beyond is just not doing well, and so all over Canada they're just going to be hmm. completely shutting down. Um, I was actually taking a look. Uh, looks like the closest one is in Regina. There's also one in Saskatoon and Winnipeg for people that uh, want to drive a little bit further. But I have went to one like twice in my hometown. There was one in Cambridge, Ontario. Yeah. And um, my girlfriend at the time, we, we went there every now and then. And there was some cool stuff that they had. But man, you get lost in that very easily. <laughs> like it, it's it's kind of like an Ikea except for bed and bath supplies. Like just too many towels available, man. Just and blankets. <laughs> leave breadcrumbs for you to find <laughs> your way. Yeah, so um I guess for those that really like that store, which is usually found in a mall, uh yeah, you won't really have many more chances to visit it. Yeah. Uh just some some news to to let you know about for BBB. Avery and Reader are getting to the point where they curse Mother Nature every time they head outside. More hits, more favorites, Fox FM.